on the Jacob Beer Show today, I'm so happy to have on Brandon Hall, Brendan Hall, who is who has recently been selected to go on the Deer Moon mission, which will be taking off at some point soon. Um, and they're going to be orbiting the moon. How are you doing today? I'm doing well. I'm doing really well. It's a pleasure to be here. I'm sure it's been a wild week and a half since news came out. Um, so my first question relates to the question so much, but it's um, what got you interested in applying for the mission? Absolutely. I mean, so I've been making films in nature for a long time. I'm a documentary filmmaker. I'm a director, cinematographer, and editor. And the kind of awe and wonder of being in nature, being in national parks and traveling around the world has always been the inspiration behind what I do. I want to share that feeling of being in a natural place and seeing those wonders with other people. And so when I stumbled across the opportunity to apply for a Dear Moon, it did feel like a really great fit. I mean, what I focus most on are telling human stories. And so the ways that people connect with landscapes around them, the ways that people have transformative experiences when they step outside their comfort zone, when they go to a new place. And I couldn't think of a more amazing and just incredibly impossible new place to tell stories than space and deep space. So I saw the application online by pure chance. Uh, like I've said, I could have gotten a coffee or a snack or done anything differently that day. And I may never have seen the Dear Moon application. But when I saw it, I just was filled with the sense of uh, wonder. So I just had to had to try. And it led to this amazing experience that I've gotten to have already. So, And then um, what was it like when you found out that you finally had gotten picked? Of course, there was when you narrow it down um, for this mission, what is it like? I mean, you know, at first you're probably like, I don't know if they're even going to pick me, kind of you forget about it. And then what's it like once you're like, okay, um, the guy who's in charge of this is calling me up and there's one final screening. What's that <laughs> process like? Yeah, I mean, so it was a long process. It was over the course of mostly uh, 2021, over the course of many months that included interviews, uh, group interview, medical screenings, both over Zoom and in person, and then this kind of amazing uh, group interview where we came together in Houston, Texas and had a chance to uh, collaborate, do different activities, do interviews and meet MZ in person. And so by the time like Thanksgiving 2021 hit when I was actually selected, this had been this recurring thing in my life every month or two, I would do another interview where I'd take another step forward and be totally bewildered but also it would then kind of fade, right? It, there were these gaps in between the different interviews. And so I had to keep it all secret as well. And it was this hidden part of my life that even some of my friends and family didn't know about yet. So the feeling of being selected was, I mean, just intense joy. Uh, it was one of the more surreal moments I've had in my life of MZ looking at me and saying, will you join this crew? But also just a release. It's like the... It was the craziest job interview I could imagine, where I go through these stages, I'm preparing, I'm putting myself out there in every single stage. I just could not believe the honor of being accepted past that next point. And so I think it was just this feeling of wonder, uh, just pure excitement, but also it was so gratifying because I tried my best to put me and Brendan at the center of that process of just trying to be my truest self 
um, trying to be a version of myself I was proud of and not trying to be anyone else. And so I felt very accepted by that. You know, I, by the end of it, I felt like they had accepted Brendan aside from just a filmmaker who works in nature or who might be qualified to capture this. So um, you also do filmmaking. You're a filmmaker. Um, what is it like doing that? And what do you hope to bring with you being a in the film type in the film business? What do you hope to bring on that aspect of the mission? Yeah, I mean, so my job and just passion as a filmmaker is connecting with people, uh, understanding where they come from, their backgrounds, that kind of special sauce that makes them who they are, and being there for some moment where they're transforming or they're learning about the world. You know, it could be an amazing trip or an experience that's impactful or recounting something in the past that had a profound impact on their life. And so what I really love is getting to walk in people's shoes and have a chance to tell their story in a way that kind of reflects that change and reflects what they've gone through so that others can connect with parts of their story and see little pieces of themselves in that person. And so with the mission, I'm just really excited to help capture this as a human story. We have this crew that's really unique, aside from just being artists and creatives. Each person has such an amazing voice. They're from different corners of the world. Each of us comes from such a different perspective and walk of life and series of challenges and adversity and things that made us who we are today, but also things that we're really uh, seeking about ourselves as we go up and do this. And so what I look forward to is what I've already done is getting to know my crew members really well, form really great connections with them. Um, and help give an inside perspective into this mission as we all undergo this change. And I think what's unique about this that's different than my other filmmaking processes is that I'm a crew member as well. I'm not just behind the scenes, I'm not just behind the camera, but part of my job is to live this and experience this and see the ways that all of us can, can transform and, and capture that. So I'm, I'm really excited. It's like I've said, it's kind of the honor of a lifetime and I really look forward to helping show the world who each of these crew members are because just from meeting them and interacting with them it is a really really special group of people so and of course i think one of the very unique things is um people are from different countries um not just mz from japan but you know um you have people from ireland other countries like that um what has it been like, I guess, getting to know people who you didn't, who you wouldn't have known at all from these other countries? Would you say like you've also learned more about other countries within our own earth? Or like, what has that process been like? Because like, you know, there's people on this mission, of course, that are from all over the world. What's that like? You know, because I guess at school, I don't get to experience that. So I wonder what it's like to experience that on a work basis. Yeah, it's a great question, Jacob. I think that um, first of all, it's, it's thrilling. I, and I learn so much from every conversation I have with each member of our mission. And I've been really fortunate to travel all around the world through my work and meeting people from all different uh, ways of living, all different kinds of professions, and all different uh, forms of outlooks that they've built through their history or their culture or the work that they do. And for me, it just helps build a little bit of perspective each time on our world. All these people now kind of live in my head and live in my heart. And I think of them all when I'm thinking of the world and the people that are out there and the people that my stories or a mission like this represents. 
And specifically with our crew, the conversations have been fantastic. I mean, Yemi, for example, comes from a really interesting history uh, in Prague with a Nigerian father. And both his career and personal story has been something I've learned a lot from because it's so different than my own. Um, the same with Rhiannon and her story, uh, being born in Ireland, uh, living in the UK now and growing up for part of her life on a boat with her parents. I mean, I couldn't imagine through both of them kind of more different backstories than mine in some ways. And so I'm excited to really help show other people as well the, the richness that each crew member brings and why that makes it unique. And I think the other thing I'd say is that the more people I've personally met, whether it's in our crew or around the world, the more similar we all feel rather than different. Uh, you, it couldn't be more different in terms of culture, new foods, new ways of seeing, new perspectives and rituals and everything else. But the deeper human aspects of us all feel a lot more similar. Uh, we're all looking for love. We're all looking to be cared for and care for other people. We're all looking to challenge ourselves and, and achieve certain dreams. And so that's what I really love is our crew is so dynamic, but also like very connected in that way that there's all there's a, a kind of a, a kernel in each of us or a seed of a reason why we applied for something this wild. <laughs> and I think that's actually something we all share aside from just our different backgrounds, which is really cool. Which is really awesome. And then um, one last question I kind of have is um, you're, you're a filmmaker, of course. What do you, what advice would you have to people um, who are who are interested in going into that industry of course um nowadays with my generation tiktok's a big thing everyone is their own little filmmaker or people like me you know a decade ago a podcast wouldn't have been an option that you would you would have had to have been like a dj to share a story or you know a radio host what where do you see it moving forward you know the industry as we develop with more technology over time where do you see it kind of going yeah, and you tapped into it perfectly. I mean, the first thing that really excites me is every year, more and more people have the ability to use technology to tell their stories. Uh, technology is becoming more democratized in the sense that people in really remote regions of the world, and you see it in TikTok, you know, you might see somebody who's a, a sheep farmer on the other side of the world dancing or singing or showing talent in a way that you just never imagined someone like that doing. And so what I love and something I was very grateful to have some of, but not as much as today, is ideally we come to a place where anyone who wants to tell a story, who wants to show part of their story, has the technology to do that, which I think is really special. Um, for people who like to be filmmakers or like to be creatives, one of the best pieces of advice I ever heard, which I first heard it from Quentin Tarantino actually in a book, is if you've made a film and you're making a film, you're a filmmaker. And I think there's a difference between being a filmmaker and being a professional filmmaker, where for me, I'm fortunate enough to make a living from doing it. But I think it's important to know that if you wanna write and you start writing, you're a writer. If you wanna make a film and you start making a film, you're a filmmaker, the same way you're, you're a podcaster and you're a host and you're an interviewer. And so I think that my first piece of advice is just to start telling your story to start telling stories of other people, whatever gets you excited to create. And then also to remember that each of us has such a special voice and a special way of seeing and seeing the world through whatever medium they're working through. And so I think it's important to use these tools and just start creating. 
And it's gonna take a long time. It's kind of like a constellation where you create all this work and then you look back at a lot of it, you start seeing through lines in the kind of work that you wanna do. For me, it took me a lot of years to understand that I wanted to make films in nature, that I wanted to make documentaries or kind of tell this connection of human stories. And so I think um, to create things and help find your unique voice and that special thing that you have to contribute that other people couldn't quite do in the same way um, would be my advice. That's awesome advice. And one question I can just slide in and you may or may not know the answer to this um, or maybe you haven't yet. Have you been able to see the Starship in person yet? So I have not. Um, I'm so excited to. I know that uh, my good friend and crew member Tim Dodd knows everything about it. And certainly has. <laughs> Everyday astronaut. But I also am excited that Starship will be undergoing some major tests in the coming year. And I do hope we have a chance to be present for that and get to begin witnessing what this kind of next generation of spaceflight looks like. And once I do see Starship and feel what that's like, I'd be happy to report back because I can't wait for that moment. Awesome. Well, I appreciate you coming on my show so much. I know you're a busy man, of course. You're a filmmaker as well right now. So I appreciate it. And thank you so much for coming on the Jacob Viewer Show. Thank you, Jacob. Yeah, take care. And thanks for having me.